The Giddy Up Bag of Tips for Oz Equipment Rentals. Supplying equipment to the construction, mining and roadworks industries. OzEquipment.com Time to find your winner today thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals and the best pub in the Mallee, the mighty Ultima Hotel. And Giddy Up brought to you by Bet365. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Always great to catch up with this man. His name's Mitchie Lewis, who's been in sensational form. Mitchie, I thought we were home and hose at 30 to 1 there yesterday with your Ruffy. Oh, what, a, what a great tip. Yeah. Oh, so I was on the floor. I, I got um, I got $40 just a little bit before the jump. And I, I coming down the straight, I thought, geez, have I pulled something off here? But that's all right. Not today. At least we had the place on. 100%. $6 the place. That's nothing to sneeze at, is it? No, no. So, I don't know. Like I said, she was going around against legacies and stuff like that, and they turned her out in a maiden. So, anyway, it's, she'll, I'm sure we won't get 30s next time. And they turned, they like, um, and she was trained by the McAvoys who are hard to beat there on their home track. They've got a wonderful record at Ballarat. Hey, I've got a dead set fill-up for you today. Oh, yeah? I found one for you. Now, it's not my job to tip because I've got the best tipsters in the land. I just direct the show. But sometimes I can find one. Um, Geez, Johnny O'Neill's copying abuse for his tip on Yusaki or Yusuki yesterday. Anyway, Johnny can have a bad one. We apologize for whoever those text messages are, but we can't be be right all the time. And you got to bet responsibly, of course. But I love this text message. Johnny O'Neill was on the Scooby-Doo's with that sit and steer job yesterday, (laughs) G-Man. That's a good point. Um, more Pergo. Henry DeWire, he's got a – geez, he's got one hell of a strike rate. Um, he's, his strike rate there at Swan Hills, like the, the mighty lines at the Gabba. Unfortunately, we missed the price. Bet365, they opened Mer Pergo up, up at around $10, now into $4. What race is that, sorry, Gabba? That's race five, number four. Oh, yes, yep, yep. Inside – I thought that was a pretty open race, but no, you've probably found one there. So let's follow you in because I left that race alone. Beautiful. All right, then. So I've done the work there in race number five. What else are you doing there, mate? How do we make some money there at beautiful Swan Hill and the Mallee? And that's just down the road from our favourite pub, the Ultima Hotel. Yep. I, are you from the famous – just so, are you, are you from the famous Lewis family regarding the pubs? Oh, no, 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 it wouldn't, wouldn't be me. No, no I, there you go. I know I was going to say my grandpa, I thought if, if we were going to bring up horses, I might've said maybe. So grandpa and his uncle, um, my, uh, what would you call you? What's your grandpa's brother? Anyway, we, they used to own a it's few uncle. in Adelaide. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, there yeah. you go. So years and years ago. Perfect then, Mitchie. Well, anyway, it's a good story if it was true and it can still be a good story even if it's not true because people still think that. Gary Hall Sr. is my father, the harness racing trader in WA, and Gary Hall Jr. is my brother. And I said, well, Sr. is a good-looking older man, but Gary Hall Jr. is one of the most ugly individuals that I've ever come across. And I said, definitely not related to, to, to G. Hall Jr. Anyway, that's another story wow. for another day. I love Jr. I wish I had his ability in the gig. He's the best of all time, and he's the best I've seen anyway. And now you think I'm sucking up to him all night. I've wanted, I've thought that for a long time, but I have definitely got off the beaten track here. So take it away, mate. <laughs> right. So lucky I've only got one tip then. So we're going to be short and sharp. So I'm, I'm going to leave it to the last. So race eight, number seven, Pretty Panda. So this horse is second up today, and she was second when she resumed going around uh, behind a horse called Chosen Venture. So she stays at the same trip here today. Chosen Venture, he's probably franked that form since he came out and run 
a third at Morpherville on Saturday. So I like the form line. Now, she's also dropping downing gray from a BM64 to a BM58. So she'll jump, she'll go forward, she'll be in a prime position where you want to be over the 975. So I reckon she's a chance. And now, one of the other key points of interest I've got for her is this, this weather that we're expecting to hit. Because um, we're in the last race and there's a fair bit in the afternoon, if the track does get right down towards that heavy, she's got quite good heavy form. It's, it's not the reason I picked her. She can run on the good as well, but if we do get a wet track as well, it's not going to be any uh, disadvantage to her. It's ugly in Victoria today. There's been rain right around Melbourne. It hasn't. I'm, I'm in the CBD doing the show there in uh, Melbourne this morning. Um, there's rain expected for most of the week. There's a horse. There's a horse by the name of Gold Trippy. I don't know if you heard him or not. Gold Trippy won a Melbourne Cup. Like yeah. if the rain does come and the way that he went there at Mooney Valley, wait for H Turnbull Stakes. This could be his race. I don't know how much rain we'll get for the rest of the spring, but I know he's going to take on a horse like Romantic Warrior. But um, yeah, so I'll 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 see I'll see what this weather does. But there's meant to be rain throughout the week, so that'll be interesting. Let's hope the rain stays away from that Swan Swan Hill track because you don't want rain heavy rain during the meeting because we might not get to the last. Um, but pretty panda. Yeah, I'm not much of a fall, I'm not much of a weatherman, but there was. I had a look on the app, and it said from about 12 onwards till about three or four, it's supposed to be a bit heavy. So yeah, there is a little slight concern there, but hopefully we get through to the last. And your tip is, of course. All right, then. What's the staking plan there? Uh, we'll just have two units, Gareth. Well, I'll have two units on mine. Mine's at four dollars at the moment with bet three six five, um, and you're at four dollars sixty. So that'll do us. Um, keep on dominating, mate. Enjoy your day. And we might catch up with you a little later on for the midweek masterclass. Yep. I've got a couple ready to go, mate. So I'll speak to you in a little bit. Thanks, mate. There's Mitchie Lewis there from one superstar to another. Mickey Gannon joins us on this uh, Tuesday morning. Hello to you, Mick. Morning, G. What are you tipping up for us, mate? We've got one today. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing this galloper go around in race number six. It's a horse by, I think it's nowhere, race number five, first leg of the quaddy, Mapurgo. Um, fourth up this preparation. It's a son of Toronado. Loved its effort at Packerton. And then it was an eye catcher for mine in a benchmark 64 at Swan Hill. Now, that was over the 1600. He steps up to the 2400 metres, this son of Toronado. He's been crying out for a trip like this. Henry DeWire is on fire at the moment. He's training the house down. And his Swan Hill strike rate is remarkable. So he's the play today, mate. Unfortunately, it's we win. missed the $10, but he's into $4 now. So, But a winner's a winner, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, mate. We've got a shadow of a doubt. And speaking about winners, let's go to Goulburn G. It's got the one today, uh, but I'm very keen. I think it'll get the job done. Race seven, number five, Inca Trail uh, for Sterling and Gerald. J4 jumps the board here, out to 1,600 metres, 1,500 metres uh, on debut at Hawkesbury. It was really good on a really hot uh, hot speed. They went about six lengths faster to the 600 um, than standard, and the horse fought on really well. I think that'll bring it along nicely to 1,600 metres. No spoils here, $2.10, but let's have four units on here at race seven, number five, in the trail. So, into trial, Mickey Gannon, and just having a look there, $2.10, so four units at two ten. That'll do us. Did you watch that first trial there at Rose Hill today? Uh, I was at the trial with Marzu and Overpass. I yep. did. What do you I think of? 
Overpass was good. Mansu was off the bit for mine. Like the others weren't really extended. And I know he missed a run, so he probably needed a hit out like that. But I don't know about Marzu. I still think questions are out. We're trying to get in contact with the Snowdens to see what they think. They might have been happy with him, with the way that he trialled there. Um, it'll be interesting. Well, I wouldn't want to be putting my uh, 700,000 behind Marzu from what we see now. It's been, you know, their, their team's going to be fantastic. They're great. They're doing a great job. I just don't think the horse is, uh, he's in the career best form. And that trial, well... That's not what you want to see. What eleven days out from an Everest trip? Mm. Did you think Shinzo did enough? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I think we we're getting a pretty big price, Shinzo, and the money's money speaks all languages. And he's been very well, very well backed since I think getting out to twenty six dollars, or maybe even a bit further um, back, a little bit shorter now. G. There was rumours around that the, you know had a few issues, but I think we can dismiss those and just trust that the Waller camp has it ready to go. I think he'll be ready to produce a big run. Look, first up it was in the Golden Rose, you know, two or five lame. I think we can forgive that, and I think he's ready to go, Jay. Yeah, I can understand your optimism there for Shinzo, but he's a genius, Chris Waller. But that would be some some training performance if he can turn that horse around. And sometimes, we just overreact as punters, Jason. Well, I don't know about that. He's 1,400 metres first up. He was out the back. He wasn't given too much of a chance, but then he pulled up two, and a, two, and two out of five lane. Um, he is a golden slipper winner. We all know that. But he's 1,400 back to 1,200 metres after a soft trial again. Um, and he takes on our best sprinters. Like, we know he's very good, but it would be some training performance. It's not to be... Yeah, it would. It would it's not, who else would do it? Only Wallace. Man, it? Yeah, the it's drop. not the greatest of preparations. Um, no, it's not. It's not. No, but it could be a good pipe opener ahead of a Coolmore. But you know, sometimes when those, when you hear that, when you hear that, um, um, like he wasn't quite right on that particular day in the golden in the golden rose, and they've got little time to turn him around. But yeah, I don't know. Under race pressure, like he wasn't off the bit today. It's like, can you trust him until you see him do do it under race pressure? And I don't know if you can take the punt and it's it's race pressure like no other in an Everest. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, but there's no doubting his ability. And they'll be having a throw at the stumps because he's already a stallion proposition because he's a slipper winner. And I would imagine this would be his last season anyway. So why not have a crack? Um, well, I think the key reading there is, gee, he's probably going to be $26, right? So you're not asking... You know, you're not having to put too much on to find out. So he's not, not going not to the Well, the difference I'll say is... Not if you keep tipping. Sealander was, was, what, third, a fourth up into the Golden Rose. He was first up off, you know, off the one trial. That was clearly wasn't, like, wasn't the um, the aim. So even though there was a big spruik on him, that wasn't their target. So anyway, we'll see how we go, G. It's going to be a fascinating race nonetheless. And he has done it before with Yes, Yes, Yes. From a Golden Rose back ever. to an Everest. Um, so you can never underestimate the trainer of uh, Chris Waller's ability. Good on you, Mickey. Thanks for that, mate. Thanks, G. This man's got plenty of ability. I speak of Darren Carroll, and he's about to join us shortly. In fact, do you know what we're going to do, Michael Thompson, who's on the panel today? Tomo, say good day to everybody. Hello. You're usually with David Tackett and the team out the back. Yep. Ollie Landos is dominating as our producer today. He is indeed. Um, can you just get this on record? You you much prefer working on Giddy Up than with the likes of David Taggart in the afternoon. Is that correct? Can Absolutely. I love my mornings with you. Yep. Beautiful. Make sure you cut that up and we'll send that to David Taggart. David, you can't continue to be a bully to your producers. Um, 
Did you shout him dinner too last night? I did. We went to Manton Kitchen at Crown Casino. He's on $500,000 and he's making you shout still. Yep. Unbelievable. It's a joke. It is a joke. Well said, Tomo. It, like, take it. Um, like, he makes more money than everybody and he's making out like the producers shout. Oh, I'm, I'm staggered, Tomo. 9.26, let's take a break. Is it the news or a break? Yeah. The news, yeah. 9.26, we'll take the news and we'll continue on bag of tips straight after this. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Live across Australia on SEN Track, Giddy Up with Gareth Hall. You've done it all. This is Giddy Up Bag of Tips. Thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals and the best pub in the Mallee, the Ultima Hotel. And Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Darren Carroll, good morning to you, mate. Now, don't tell me I, I didn't tell you. You're going back to Kilmore Cup, are you? <laughs> 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 I was waiting for you. <laughs> Um, yeah, you got it right, and, um, and you delivered the goods. So I hope our listeners out there followed you in, and um, yeah, it was a good win, wasn't it? You know what? I was at Mooney Valley on Friday night, and I only thought Mum was listening, but we had about six or seven of the punters say, um, geez, that was a good win, Garrett, by better Eclipse. And I actually missed the race because it was, I think it was around Amelia's Jewel. Anyway, okay. um, I went back and had a look at the replay, it was always going to happen, wasn't it? Like twenty nine six off the yeah twenty nine six off the back. Um, yeah, well, it... once um, once Michael Stanley didn't come around, um, it just meant that it was lead dominated. Um, um, he was a great run, still mixed horse, but um, yeah, it just become a very leader dominated race, and um, better equips was too good at the end. That's my point. People go, oh, if it was a standing, cat. if it was a stand, Gareth, they would have ran like. Horses like Rock and Roll do, first of all, wouldn't have competed in it because he's never going to a stand again after what happened there in the New Zealand Cup. And second of all, these races in harness racing, it's draw dependable on whether they're going to be a real race or not. Because if you've got two or three horses that are drawn next to each other that can lead, and then, or if you've got a horse that is vulnerable in a way that would, not vulnerable, would probably hand up, then they'll have a crack and the lead time will be solid, and then that would have invited Michael Stanley to come mid-race because horses up up the, up the front have done some work. But when yeah. you've got a horse like Ack now that gets away with that lead time like he did, then Michael Stanley's thinking, I've got the Victoria Cup not far away. I've won a Maryborough Cup at Lensmith Mile. I'll just basically treat it like a trial. And that's what happened there on Saturday. Friday. You summed it up. Um, you know, the, the, the better class the horse, the, the more of them can run super quick time. So... They can run a super quick sectional by getting at least one white one, then it's not impossible for the ones at the back. 100%. Now, um, where are we going today? We're going to Bendigo, Bendigo. today. Bendigo, 
Yeah, I let the team down yesterday, Gareth. Uh, didn't uh, didn't trouble. The couple sport, of text so. messages coming through. A couple of bad drives. Yes, yeah, a couple of drives. Uh, no, no I that's the punters. Punters speaking through their pocket. I guess the first one galloped out, so it took no part. Yep. <clears throat> and the second one, yeah, the, the leaders were probably a bit too good for it, so probably thought it was a touch playing. But now, not blame the drivers. I don't do that. So um, blame blame the tipster. So I take responsibility. And we'll move on. Sounds good. He's only about 25,000 units in front, so I think he'll have a bad day. <laughs> Probably, yeah. uh, we'll start off with race four, number one, Fighter Command. Um, had child really good prior to its first up run at Bendigo. Um, that was in the consolation of the Vic Bridge. Um, it led there and just copped a lot of pressure. Gita went fast early in that race. and The form of the race uh, has proven to be really good, and I love finding races where there's strong form lines. Uh, three horses have subsequently um, finished down the track in that race have come out and won really impressively. So that suggests to me that this is a super strong form race. Um, I think it leads again tonight, nowhere near the pressure that it cop last time. The dollar eighty five and that's about the right price. So we'll have four units on it, a dollar eighty five to lead all the way at Bendigo, which is a good place to be. Uh, and then we go to the last race, race nine, number five, Capi. Um, this race is a final of the heats run at this track last week. Capi led in its heat, won well. Um, his times in his heat was three seconds faster than the other heat, so I think uh, its heat was far superior than the other heat. Um, it's only had the two runs of the stable. First up was um, was held up and unlucky, and second up was um, was very impressive and, and won softly, really. So I think it finds a lead again tonight and will be awfully hard to beat. So... We get three, uh, $2.70 at the moment, so we'll have three units on it at $2.70. So they're the two bets for tonight, Gareth. And Shannon O'Sullivan, they run for her out in front, so... Um, she loves driving a leader. Yep. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, perfect. So, um, yeah, I reckon it'll be a fill-up for D. Carroll today. So Fighter we'll Command so. and Capi, they're our two plays. Yep, that's it, mate. Just having a look at the Victoria day. Cup market, Leap to Fame... He's yeah. still not a guarantee to turning up. Is that right? Uh, still 50-50, 50, the last yep. time I heard. Yep. Yeah. So. so you had Rock and Roll do that was pretty good, I thought, in the Kilmore Cup, as we just mentioned. But you're yeah, a great yeah, trial watcher. How do you think Captain Ravishing trialled there at Bendigo? Haven't seen those trials yet. They're not up for replays yet. So I did see his times, and they were good, but always like to see it um, in person. So I'll wait for that. Sections to come up for a comment there. So is, Swayze, is Swayze coming? Any time. Sorry, mate? Is Swayze coming? Uh, I don't know about Swayze, but I think the other one's coming, isn't it? Um, um, what's his other one? Um, Ex Nathan Jack one. Um, Mac Dan? No. No. Um, oh, Mac Dan. Mac Dan tried Better zip it? Last night. Better zip it? No, it's not no. what I'm thinking about. Uh, something Jeff. My name is Jeff. Oh, or, yep. Is it in the market? It won't get a start, will it? Mm, I don't know. I'll just text him, Jason Grimson, see what he's you doing. You do that. Yeah, I'll let you know for facing the breeze, mate. And we've right, got, got the Derby and Oaks heat Saturday night. Oh, super. And they're on channel um, 528 this week. Is that right, Gareth? I think, well, I'm heading there, so they must be. Yeah, well, we've got to really get that out there because um, that's it, super for I've got to double check uh, that because I thought it was just a trial run, so they've I'll, I'll, I'll double-check that with Ryan Phelan. So um, it's definitely Victoria Cup night. That's right. I, uh, I heard it was two weeks in a row. So let's confirm that as well, because if it is, then that's um, 
Great for the well, I just hope um, Emma Stewart talks to me if I head there, so that'll be the concern <laughs> for the, the broadcast. Right, you were doing the right thing. <laughs> you're in a difficult situation. You say nothing and you get criticised. You say something. No, I, I was just doing my. I was just doing my job. Absolutely. Um, and that's what we that's pride ourselves here on Giddy Up. We we cover everything. Yeah. It would have been unprofessional for you to say nothing. Hundred mm. percent. And it was. Um, there's no real surprise that both HRV and. And Emma Stewart released a statement the next day after listening to Facing the Breeze. So that has to be a coincidence, I would imagine. Um, I would imagine. Yeah. All right. Who wins the derby, Lola Storm or Petrarca? Uh, Barry's your dependent, Gareth. 100%. I, you know, I don't yep. bet early in those purely because I don't think there's a great deal between them. So no. um, Barry Jaws will be everything. And, um, you know, the Lost Storm probably lost a little bit of his gloss in the, uh, the Eureka, but let's go back to before that. And he was unbelievable before that. So. Uh, see, Jaws to, to lead. He's very, very hard to beat. All right, at Globe Derby today, we've got Wishing Zone for Simon Jones. Two and a half units each way at 650 and 275. And then Fletch Maguire's best five units at 220 for Fletch. Race four, race number seven. Later. Race four, number seven, and race two, number two. Outstanding. So five and two. All right, mate, you're a good man. Thanks for that. Appreciate it as always, Daz. See you, mate. All right, Bye. mate. So yeah, there's Darren Carroll there. Let's take a break. We'll come back with plenty more straight after this.